Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Today, we have a very special guest on the show. We have the former Cage Warriors flyweight champion and the 14th ranked UFC flyweight, Meatball Molly McCann. How are you doing, Molly? I'm all right, boys. I'm all right. Just chilling with my dog. Yeah, me Frank, isn't it? Yeah, it's me and Look, Frank chilling. Very handsome. Yeah, handsome boy. We just actually sat on my stoop in a, in a lovely council estate in in Kensington in Liverpool. Sunny Liverpool. Yeah. yeah What's the vibes like in Liverpool at the moment? Weird, mate. Um, community spirit high, like our street, everyone's looking out for each other, everyone's being, being lovely, to be honest. Um, I'd say 80% of the people in the city are taking it serious. And then you have the 20% who are just like, I don't know, I'd I done a run yesterday and there was 12 lads playing football and I just thought, are you messing? Yeah. You messing? Chris, you're, do, you're doing some serious road work at the moment, aren't you? You're running about 10 miles a day, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I've always run, comes from my boxing roots and um, Frank Lecker. And I didn't realise that you're only allowed to go out for half an hour. Um, I just thought it was like just go and do a training session and go home. So I thought, oh, I can only do sprints now or as far as I can get in 30 or 40 minutes. So I'll be the fittest version of myself come come the next fight anyway. That's good to hear. Uh, Molly, for the people that don't know, how did you actually start doing MMA? Uh, I know you just mentioned doing boxing routes, but uh, can you let us know? Yeah, um, I started boxing when I was about 11. And then MMA came on the scene when I was about 23. And I literally watched Ronda Rousey on the TV. And then literally when I seen her fight, I emailed my coach and said, I want to be like that Ronda Rousey. And then five years to the day, I won the world title in Cage Warriors. And then it was like six years of my first fight in the UFC. Now seven years in, I'm top 14 in the world. And, um, and it's just been the best experience and the best time of my life, to be honest, please. Yeah. Molly, do you do you almost think uh, for your own personal career that the coronavirus might almost be a blessing disguise in some way? Because uh, you were scheduled to fight Ashley Evans in London, am I correct? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and she wasn't ranked. But now, if you fly over to America and fight on the island, the island, uh, <laughs> the island uh, you, what's called, you probably have a better chance of getting a ranked opponent. Yeah, do you know what? She's not ranked because she was injured. However, she's been ranked. She was top, like top, I think, top 10 in bantamweight and she was mm. top eight. She was top eight in the flyweight division. Mm. Um, and for me, it was a name and it was a scalp to take and it was a grappler. Yeah. I've had yeah. one loss in the, in the UFC and that was to a grappler. So I kind of wanted to just, to get one back. And mm. uh, and I really wanted to submit it, if I'm being honest. But um, I see the fight getting cancelled as like nothing was really lost because all the the preparation doesn't just disappear. Like mm. everything I learned, I, I will retain and it'll stay with me. So it just gives me more time to get ready for the next fight. But it, it, it was a bit, I mean, it's obviously a bit sad when you think, think about like, I had 14 weeks to get ready for this mm. fight. So I, I sacrificed a lot emotionally, physically, and financially. But 
it'll come round again, mate. Swings and roundabouts. And Molly, were you any way uh, compensated financially for, for the fight being cancelled? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was given a phone call last week and they basically said, um, what's it called? Um, they just basically said that I'm getting X amount of money and it should be with me today or tomorrow. So um, I can't complain. They've looked after the fighters and, and of course they would. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a big thing. Um, Molly, can I ask you, are you a Liverpool fan or an Everton fan? I'm the biggest Evertonian you're probably going to meet. Oh, nice one, nice one. So, um, this is fine to ask you. What, what, what did the tell make of the Liverpool uh, putting their staff on furlough leave and then going back on their word? And what did Everton do, actually? So, I think Everton, Everton have been in the community and have been out helping, like, everyone who lives in Liverpool, to be mm. honest, because they have a massive uh, charity effort in the community. And I just, when it was announced that they was going to do that, uh, Liverpool, the whole city was just like, are you messing? This is a working class city and you're billionaires and you're going to make the taxpayer pay, which is buttons to them, do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but I respect the fact that they've listened to, to the public but that that will never leave now like that's mm. not going to go away people will remember that for the forever do you know what I mean and yeah. um, I don't know my opinion on it just doesn't really matter but it, it wasn't cool and and every Liverpool yeah. fan was like we cannot believe this is a thing right now especially considering uh, I know it's, I know it's not that relevant but Barcelona the players actually played the South Wages yeah that's that's what they decided to do, but uh, luckily you're from Everton and Everton are doing great. Yeah. Well, we just got to see. I think I've got a delivery here, lads. So um, I mean, Uncle John's gonna get it. Cool. Ah, uh, isn't that nice? Yeah. DHL. Uh, oh, what, what are you getting? Um, I'm getting a inflatable chair. <laughs> um, just so I can sit in the front. Because in the back we've got a mass, we've got a big erected like framework for me um, bag to go on. So it's like a yard, so it's not very big. So I thought if we're going to be in this lockdown for another six weeks, I'll sit on the in a nice chair instead of having to sit on um, on this stoop. Molly, another thing that I've noticed as well, you've become a big fan favourite in the MMA scene. Like, for instance, we saw you here in Dublin when uh, Liam McCord was headlining uh, Bellator Dublin, and people yeah. were hanging out of you. Um, yeah. How how's all this attention like? How's that make you feel these days? Um, it's surreal to be honest. Um, even when I walk the dog around the park, it's funny because everyone's like meatball, um, <laughs> and and that's what they call me. It's it's mad. Yeah. Like kids will call me meatball. Do you know what I mean? It's not like there's Molly McCann. It's yeah. there's meatball Molly. Um, oh, I have to ask, where did that come from, meatball? I used to work in Subway when I was at uni and I went to the gym. <laughs> I went to the gym after a shift and I smelled of uh, hip and cheese bread and then my coach said oh, to me, poor Molly. And then <laughs> But um yeah, I don't think it'll ever get get normal. Um it'll never feel like real life. And I think um it's very humbling to be honest when someone asks for a picture or when people just know who you are. Yeah. It's um, it's a bit of a, an affirmation that 
I'm where I want to be in terms of people respect who I am and what I'm about. Yeah, it, I think it's your attitude the way you do it, your fight. Uh, I think I think like what um, like what a big thing was was when you won by decision and uh, yeah the, like it was a bit of it was a hematoma on your face. A hematoma was a fucking broken orbital bone. Broken orbital bone, right? <laughs> yeah. But it was just a, it was just like the never say die attitude that you had that yeah. people are just drawn to as well, you know. Yeah, I think um, my UFC debut were lost. I got yeah. choked out, and I kind of always said, um, "I'll go out on my shield." So. Um, I always think I've got more of a will to win than someone else. And I think that kind of proved it where I'm going to be finished, so I'm not going to give up. So the only way that you will beat me is by putting me to sleep. Like, I'll be put in an arm bar, you can put me in an ankle lock, I'm not going to attack, do you know what I mean? But you, um, you what's it called? Um, Molly, do you think that in the women's flyweight division, it's a bit like Shoshanko's up here and then, like, Everyone else is sort of that step below. But obviously, you've been world champion before in cage warriors. You've trained for uh, a championship fight. Do you think that puts you uh, ahead of the other fighters in your division? Um, I'm not quite sure. I don't know. I think my division is probably one of the most feared divisions. Like, I think the featherweight division is just like... Like, I don't even know what it is. Do you know what I mean? But, but it doesn't really exist anymore. Yeah, it's all war yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah. I don't know. Shevchenko is there, but I feel like the pack behind it's all like that. Um, yeah. But but like she's nearly cleaned the division out. I think she's got Jojo to fight next. Yeah. Um, I think I need another win or another two wins, and then I'll get my go. Mm, definitely. And how do you think you versus Shevchenko plays out? I think if I'm being deadly honest with you. I came from boxing and she's a counter-striker, so I grew up um, learning how to beat people like that, do you know what I mean? Um, the way that you attack here is you have to cover the distance quick and not get hit. And if you watch when I fight, that's what I do well. Um, I'm not saying I wouldn't take some licks and I'm not saying I wouldn't give some, but I could probably I could put me... Um, me last bottom dollar on it be a five round war. And uh, Molly, tell tell us about your friendship with Liam McCourt because this this is like one of the best uh, bromances in all of MMA at the moment. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think when I was fighting for the Cage Warriors World Title, um, she just got signed to Cage Warriors, and just as the um, out of respect thing, because I know she just won the IMAFs. I messaged her saying, if you ever want to come out of the training, <laughs> if you ever can you hear that? Oh yeah, we can hear it screaming, yeah. <laughs> um, if, sure enough, that, sorry, that's what happens. I'm in. Yes. There we yeah. go. Cool. Jeez, oh, that's um, perfect, perfect backdrop. So my backdrop, look, it's a record player. Boss ideas and my stuff to do every day. My PlayStation. Let me tell you. Um, but yeah, so I just said, come and train. She came and trained. Then I went over to here. And it's just been back and forth. Like She's like my sister. Yeah. And yeah. we, there's no competition between either one of our success. And there's no, there's, there's no negativity. Like I said, Leah. 
you've been in Bellator for three fights and have main, been a main event. I said, you've surpassed me in three fights. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And, um, and I'm just buzzing and happy for it. I said, I can't even get on a main card, let alone headline. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I remember I interviewed her a while ago. Um, it was two, I think it was actually her first fight on Bellator. And I said to her, I was like, she, you potentially become like the, the Ronda Rousey of Ireland, you know? And um, I, I think she took it with a pinch of salt. But then like two events later, she's then headlining Bellator Dublin. And I was like, I'm not surprised. Yeah. That was a great story. Um, yeah. I mean, the story is there, do you know what I mean? How hard and how much she puts into training. Um, no one can match that. Not, not, mm. not one person I know on this earth does and can do what she does. Uh, and how good she makes it look when she's doing it. Um, it's nice to watch a journey of someone who's striving for excellence and greatness, and it's nice to see the good guy winning. Yeah, do you know what same I mean? Parts, the same path as yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think having the daughter as well, like you, is like the oyster on, on the cake for people. You know what I mean? It's, it's nice to see a mother do it as well. Yeah, I mean, she's got the story that can make someone who's biased towards what we do change their opinion on what we do. Do you know what mm. I mean? If you've got a purist or you've got more of a middle or upper class man or woman who are like, eh, women shouldn't fight. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. then and then you watch someone do it with such finesse, who's such a lovely human and like the biggest Christian I've ever met. Do you know what I mean? Like God mm. fearing woman. I don't know. It's like, how can't you like her and respect her? Yeah, she does change the narrative quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mary. No, you for Oh, sorry. Um, Molly, I, I meant to ask, what what games do you play? I see you're a bit of a gamer there. So they're all there. I've got Call of Duty, UFC, FIFA, Red Dead Redemption, um, Grand Theft Auto. I've got the new uh, uh, Let me ask. When you're playing UFC. Who do you play as? Who are your favourite people to play as? I normally go. Um, I've made myself. To be honest, um, but I go, I've been going Masvidal lately, and um, I can't really play it too well. If I'm being very honest with you, but I've been putting online to the fans like add me and I'll play you, yeah? and I've just been playing all the fans. Class, yeah, <laughs> that's really good. Uh, another person I want to ask about is uh, a fellow Liverpoolian, uh, Darren Till. Yeah, um, do you, do you think he'll also be up for fighting on the island? <laughs> I reckon so. His game as they come, isn't he? He's just he's a little girl. Yeah, he's just had a, a little girl like three mm. days ago. So, I, well, I think it's come at the perfect time because I know how much he's training. He's training mm. hard. But he can just be a dad and there'd be no pressure on him being a dad at the minute. You know, what's called, there's something about Liverpool that really resonates with Ireland. I think it's like the realness and the freshness of it. And I think it's because I'd say... 60% of the population is second or third generation Irish like no joke like my my nan and granddad on both sides are, are fully blown Irish oh, oh so, nice yeah Molly when it, when it comes to this island I love the island by the way now I feel like this is going to be its own, it's, 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 its own thing I'm really excited to see where it is as well uh, who do you want to fight on the island are you you know determined to have your show down with Ashley Evan Smith or will you just take on anyone ranked or what's the plan? You know what? I'd love to get a text on my phone and it'd be like Love Island and I'll go, 
I got a text. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know with Graham Boylan messages me, that's what it's going to say. Um, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, give me anyone. Like, give me anyone. I don't give a flying fuck. Do you know what I mean? I'm down to fight. Um, Gears will go. Okay. I, I'm doing 12 frees on the bag. I'm running 10 miles. I'm doing the fastest 5Ks I've ever done in my life. I'm just, I've just got to make weight. It'd probably take me a week to make weight. Do you know what I mean? So just give me a mm. week to notice and I'm, I'm fighting. You know who I'd like for you, Molly? I think you and Roxy and Matt Affairy is a good fight. Do you know what? A lot of people Roxy. have said that. I know Roxy. I've trained with her before. Mm. I went to Vegas and stayed there. And she was so lovely to me. And she introduced me to... Um, what did I have for the first time? I can't remember what she tra- introduced me to, but she knew how much I loved donuts, and she bought loads of donuts and brought them to the hotel. And I've just got so much respect for her. And when she was fighting Macy Barber, mm. I said, "You are going to beat this girl." I just knew it because she's that old school and uh, very experienced. Yeah, and Macy was young, naive, and I seen very much similarities in me as Macy had in that fight, and then she mm. got beat. And I thought, I wonder how you're going to come back from this now. And that'll be show your true character and if people will actually love you or not. But um, I'd love to fight Roxy because it's like she's an amazing, a, a true mixed martial artist. Yeah, she seems like a lovely person as well. Yeah, and she's and she, she is. She's ranked number five at the moment. And I, I think she's almost like... I don't really like using the term, but she's almost like the gatekeeper. Like, if you can beat Roxanne Modafferi, you know, you're in the upper echelon... And yeah. you know, if you if if you if you lose, not no disrespect, but you have a bit of work to do to get to the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe the same. Um, yeah, I feel she's very dangerous in certain areas, and I feel because the way she strikes is unorthodox. You you can't time it, so it's like mm. you you. It's really hard to deal with, and then she's on you. And then when she's on you, she's like a, a blanket on top of you. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. when, when we grappled, this was years ago, probably four years ago. No, five years, four years ago it was, yeah. And um, and I, I done well, do you know what I mean? But now I think, oh, I'd, I'd really be able to handle myself now. When she's training with Jojo Caldwell all the time. So I know her strike and defence is going to get a lot better. But it's a fun fight. It is, yeah. I, I think obviously... It would again sort of be that grappler versus striker matchup, but like uh, I'd say, you probably close the uh, gap on your grappling uh, much more so than she would in her striking. Just more so, the you know the old adage: she, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. You know what I mean? I'm sure at her stage of her career, she's been in so many fights that it's quite difficult then to you know completely change what you're doing and then make work. Yeah. Like if you almost look at, do you remember BJ Penn? Uh, went to change his striking uh, and like he just looked silly to be honest against Yair Rodriguez and it's mm-hmm. one of those things that it is quite hard to mix that up yeah um, I know how hard that I've worked on my on my jiu-jitsu and my wrestling mm-hmm. and um, and I think last year after I got beat I went away for a year near enough and I just showed the world a whole new me and I I know she's she's partially done that, do you know what I mean? Like, her striking has yeah. come on, but I think you are right in what you're saying in terms of it's a lot harder to teach striking than it is to teach grappling. However, when you're put under the cosh, 
So say if someone mounted me and started throwing elbows, you wouldn't see me panic the same way as what I did when I got beat by Gillian. Mm. You know what I mean? Where I think it's really hard to, to do that and strike him where you can't be conditioned at a later age to take one on the mm. chin. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And tell us this, Molly. How do you see um, the main event of UFC 249 going down? How do you see Gaethje versus uh, Ferguson? I just, I love Gaethje. I see, I was in UFC Detroit 219 with him. I was cornering someone and I was in his changing room and I absolutely loved what he's about. Um, I love his coach. I love his boxing style. I love his leg kicks. I just don't think he's going to have the cardio as what Tony's got at the minute. Mm. So I just think if it's a five-round fight, Tony's probably going to edge it. Um, I'm more interested in Rose Namajunas and Andrade. Just because... Oh, part two. Yeah, because the first round of that was the best five minutes of mixed martial arts I'd seen from a female. Um, in terms of she negated any Andrade through on it. She dominated, jab, head off the centre line, just danced around the ring. Didn't look like she had put, like... Mm. She dropped it, ran after it, didn't she? Like, it was there. She was going to finish the fight. It was just a freak accident. And I know how much um, Rose struggles with her mind as well as everyone mm. else does. Yeah. So it's it's nice to see that she will have done uh, a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, she's very open with that. Yeah. And um, I feel... Oh, sorry, my legs have gone stiff because I'm getting old. I feel like um, she's who I aspire to be. Do you know what I mean? Watching yeah, first, she's she's beautiful technician. Yeah, but more so on a spiritual level for myself. Uh, she lost her first fight in the UFC, which was the tough finale, and then I I had the same with my UFC debut, mm. and then her practices I I seen was very much similar to what mine is, and her thought process is similar to what mine is, and I know upbringing has been quite similar. And I just thought I'm going to stop being this big mouthy human and I'm just going to be a little bit more humble not like I was ever disrespectful but I'm just thinking I'm just going to let me, me fight and do the talking now and and that's what I'm doing do you know what I mean and I'm just mirroring mirroring here yeah well what you're doing is like it's fair like people resonate with you you know because you can tell you're just being yourself it's a good way to be yeah yeah well yeah, what, what you, I, yeah. oh sorry yeah carry on I just think for the good and the bad of me, I can't hide my emotion. So I'm like a book and um and it's very black and white. There's no grey. Do you know what I mean? Um but I think if you can be an honest human and an honest fighter, people will always relate to that and want you to succeed. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But uh what way do you see that fight going down this time around? I think Rose is gonna destroy it. Cause I know like Rose can cope with adversity in terms of do you remember when Connor threw the fucking finger the bus? Like she was on yeah. the bus and then she went out and absolutely smashed it. Yeah. Mm. Um, she beat Joanna again. Do you know what I mean? So um, I I texted my girlfriend Paige yesterday and I said when I seen that the card is going ahead, um, she's she's isolating with her family and not with me. And I said we're we're getting a pizza. And a pack of like a pack of beer each, and we'll zoom and watch these fights together, like we're together. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I can't wait for it. A fight companion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, every, every night 
we, yeah. we'll sit in this room and watch fighting. And it's like, oh, shit, at the minute she's not here. Yeah. Is she a professional oh, yeah. footballer? Yeah. 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 Uh, well, yeah. I, I saw a Birmingham jersey. Yeah, she's just, um, she's just, last season she took a break from football and she's just got a new job, but she's going to announce it because it's like, it's next level. Um, so I can't say much until she's announced it, but she's, um, you just think, oh my God, you're going to change the world with your new job. So yeah. really happy for it. If she, if she signed for Liverpool, what would you do? I used to play for Liverpool. Oh, did you? I, yeah, I used to play football and I used to play and she used to play for Everton. So she's an Evertonian. She's a Liverpool fan who played for Everton and I was a Everton fan who played for Liverpool. Mad that, isn't it? Barry, she's not here. She said she's going to change the world with her new job. She's found the cure for the coronavirus. That's going to be unbelievable. Fair play to Paige. <laughs> but, uh, Molly, will you, be, will you be tuning in next week? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't miss it. <coughs> oh. Oh, God. <laughs> Jeez, no one's getting on the play with Molly anytime soon. No, uh, I ran a fast 5K today and I tried to go as fast as I could and my lungs are burning from it. I done like a, I was doing six and a half minute miles. And I'm going to try and get it down to when I was 18 playing football, I could do five minute miles. So I'm going to try and get that back. What, what position were you? Left wing. Oh, left wing. Cool. I oh, yeah. Like, they worked on the meatball back then. Lloyd and McCann. No, I swear. <laughs> I would just, no, I was about 51 kilo and would just fly through people. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm a boxer. And they'd look at me and I was like, like a stiff. I was so thin. And they'd be like, yeah, all right. And then I'd throw a tackle in and they'd be like, fuck, you're out of boxing. Yeah. That's, that's almost a bit like uh, Katie Taylor. She's played football for Ireland and then obviously has uh, gone on to great things in the boxing. As well. Yeah, we've shared the same bloodline, me and Katie Taylor. My nan is her granddad's brother. No way. Yeah, so... You know what? Makes all sense now. It, it, it's all there, isn't it? It is all yeah, there. Yeah, talent's talent, talent athletes, you know what I mean? They run the family. Yeah, that's why whenever... Um, Whenever I come back to, well, when I go to Ireland, I always like back in the motherland. My family's from Bray in Wicklow. Oh, yeah, and, that's where she's from, yeah. Yeah, so. Have you ever met Katie? Pardon? No, 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 no. Um, um, you have to make sure you go to her next fight. Her, her, no, she... I, went, I, went to the, I went to the last one in Manchester. I was front row. Um, I was there. And a funny story is when I started boxing, I went into my gym and my boxing coach was an England coach at the time and he came over with a camcorder and he's like, watch this girl, this is who you want to fight like. So I based my boxing style on Katie Taylor and that, <laughs> and it was madness like 10 years later, no, 12 years later, I was sat there watching her headline the MEN. It was amazing. Yeah, she's the, she was the first ever woman to headline boxing on Sky Sports, which is like such a feat to have. She's a... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, do you not remember when she, um, there was like a pro boxing card in the free mm. arena, I think it was, and she boxed on it as an amateur, like back, way, way, way back in the day. And I was just like, this girl. And when I'm in fight camp, I watch her documentary about three times a week. I, I know it like word for word. I was literally just going to ask you that. Have you seen it? Uh, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I always say she's I, the greatest sports, Irish sports athlete of all time, regardless of gender. 100%. Uh, only just because there's no controversy with her. She's pure to the to the core. 
Yeah. She's pure, do you know what I mean? And she represents Ireland for, mm. for everything, for being that, for being holy, for being true, for being honest, and for standing up for your morals. Like, oh, In fairness, when, when I was watching the documentary and her ma was doing the prayers the night before, and the oh prayers are mad, God. she's like, She's like, please give, please God, give Katie the power to knock this girl out tomorrow. I was like, oh my God, Jesus Christ. I know she hasn't slept well, but, you know, and I was just laughing like, oh my God, this is great. Is he like, I've got a few pastures for you. What's you know, a few scriptures, a few scriptures. <laughs> it's on the It's next level. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Barry, do you have anything to uh, add on or we wrap things up? Uh, I just want to ask Molly, Molly, you should definitely try and get someone to do a fly in the wall stuff for you as well in the build up to your next fight. Or if London. So, B- BT Sports have been following me since the win in London. And you will have, you'll see the heart. I'm still on this, John. Thanks. Another phone call. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, now, they, they followed, so you'll see. Everything over the last fourteen months, mm. so you'll see the next fight comp as well. That's Brilliant! Cool. That's actually cool. no, really looking forward. That's to it. Yeah, because I've I've kept like video videos and like just like personal mm. blog thing, which I'll just send to him so they can go on. That's brilliant, Molly. Well, you know what, Molly, you actually deserve only the best, and um, we wish you. All the very, very best. Uh, thanks so much for coming on the show. For those of you watching at home in your isolation, uh, like, share, subscribe. Molly, do you want to say anything before you want to go? If the UFC comes to Ireland in August, I'll be on it. I, I will oh, 100%. I, like, but if not, I will see you in October for Bellator. Cause I'll yeah. be Unbelievable. There. Yeah. We'll have to have but, you again yeah. on the show as well. I have, yeah, I've got to watch Queely. Walk out to, to <laughs> again. Have you seen the video that was on Twitter? We were when on yeah, and I, I was like, that, yeah. I was screaming on the chair yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I, I'm surprised you didn't get thrown out of the arena. I'd be brave yeah. to try and throw you out, Molly. I was fighting two weeks later, and everyone was like, Is she drunk? I was like, No, I'm just high on Irish life. I was like, That. <laughs> well, hopefully. Uh, everyone at home could be as energised as Molly McCann so Molly thanks a million and as always stay energised stay energised